0: welcome back guys to another episode of power in you podcast i am excited about this episode. I feel like I say I'm super excited about every episode, but I, I mean, I am. I just love the content, the information, um, and especially now the special guests that I have on the show that get to share with me their life experiences just to make this connect even more for you guys. So today we are talking about building your come up or building your personal brand. And um, I realized very early on when I was building my own brand, how hard it is to um, create something that people can connect to if they don't feel like it's real, if they don't feel like you are um, truly um, being yourself um, in whatever it is that you're putting together or putting out for the world to see. And, you know, people, you don't allow people to tell you who you are you tell people who you are um and so that's what really your brand is it's you um showing a reflection of who you are what you believe what you stand for your strengths your weaknesses it's just putting all of these things together and presenting it to the world and saying, this is this is my foundation this is what i stand on so on today's episode i have with me um janisha bull who is a pr and marketing concentration um within the Delaware State University's Mass Communications Program. And she's going to be on here talking to us about building her come-up. So welcome, 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 Janisha. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. Absolutely. And I mean, this girl is just fabulous and phenomenal. I met her at Delaware State University when I went to speak um, for their Mass Communications Day. Not that she wasn't already on my radar Um, I was already following her on social media. She had a pretty good brand following, um, just a creative young woman, and um, she kind of stuck on me. And so today I wanted to invite her to speak about, you know, some of the challenges that she's faced on her journey of building her come up and really kind of talk to the college students that are listening um, or somebody who just feels like they don't know where to start or um, how to keep going you know sometimes the problem isn't even um us getting started we get started but then we just don't know what to do next so i have janisha on here janisha
1: yes yes yes
0: so let's hop right into it i want you to just you know talk a little bit about who you are um and kind of the beginning of your journey
1: okay so i am um like india said i'm a senior at Dell state I didn't originally start at Del State. I I went to Temple University in Philadelphia for my first three years, and when I started college, um, I, you know, I like to. I always liked to write. I was always a writer, mm-hmm. but when I got to school, I wanted to really like capture my time. So that's when I started vlogging and I became a YouTuber, things like that. Um, so mm-hmm. as I grew within that, like I really liked capturing my life, but writing had always been an outlet for me, but I had used the. You know, I had got a lot of following off of YouTube, and I was like, wow, I can really capitalize on this and use my platform to benefit, like, myself and my audience. Mm-hmm. So, from there, I created a blog and a website, um, and then I just decided, like, okay, let me take this seriously and try to really, like, push out a message because, like, it's more than me at this point because people know who I am now. Um, mm-hmm. So, I started doing that, and it was it's something I'm really passionate about, you know, reaching out to people, helping people, inspiring people. So through my videos, whether it was like a vlog or just a sit-down video, um, and through mm-hmm. my you know, weekly blogs, I realized I was, like, helping others. I would getting a lot of messages, a lot of, you know, people coming up and talking to me because of my transparency through my videos, through my writing, things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. What would you say was the foundation of your brand? Like, when it came down to sitting down and saying, hmm, how do I want this to be portrayed how can I make this most authentic and true what were those foundations those building blocks for you
1: right so I think that I really liked the fact that you know I was using these outlets because I wanted people to get to know who I was because I know a lot of times on social media like people put on like a facade or not even a facade like they just might you can't tell who a person is through pictures you know what I'm saying so right I was like I just want to be exactly who I am and because I want people to know who I was you know I just wanted people to, to get to know me even if they didn't really know me so I was mm-hmm. just very committed to being myself whether that was acting silly or you know being serious or talking about God or just anything that was on my heart I wanted to share because like at the end of the day like, I know that my words were, like, reaching somebody and that somebody needed to hear them or read them. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: Absolutely. When would you say that you kind of um, went into a, I don't know what to call it, I guess, like, a soul-searching journey of who you truly were to even have an idea of um, what you wanted to portray to the world? And then also talk to me about who are you? Like, what are the qualities that you possess that you feel like are valuable and that you like to show off?
1: Absolutely. So, the, the thing that really got me that, you know, w- maybe went to question, you know, who I was, who did I want to really put out in the world, and what made me really wake up and take myself seriously was um, the reason I left Temple was because I lost my financial aid my junior mm-hmm. year. So, mm-hmm. um, spring semester, I took a semester off from school, and it was a really big, like, impact on me, because I've always loved school. But during that time, it was necessary Mm -hmm. for me to find my purpose, and so um, I always say that God anchors me. You know, He's you know my foundation always. And through that time, Mm -hmm. I figured out like, like what can I like instead of suffering through the time, I like figured out what can I learn throughout this time, and what can I learn about myself? What what you know? What can I learn from God? Like, what did He try to teach me during this period of time? So during that time, like I just I literally was going through the motions and as I was in pain, I was writing about the pain and I was doing this about the pain so other people could know like, you know, you're not alone. Because I, I think a lot of times people leave out the part where like they're not doing well or they mess up or et cetera. And I wanted to, and during mm-hmm. that time, that's when I feel like I, re- I realized I touched more people through my transparency. And then I realized like, wow, like, okay, this is who I want to be. And um, I think it was definitely one of those things where younger, you know, younger, in college. I was just worried about having fun and then as I progressed, I'm like, wow, this is my purpose. You know, literally this is what I feel passionate about. So I'm going to continue to do so. Um, So I, I would say I am I'm very business oriented. I'm very serious, um, but when it comes to business, I am. But for people that uh-huh. I was like super friendly, i am if you know me, I'm super goofy, Um, but I like to get work done and I do like to help people. Um, So that's like who I was and I felt like nobody really knew me because I always was a private person so I think that was a really good way to you know reach out to people
0: were you ever scared to take off that mask per se and just be vulnerable Um,
1: I always struggle with vulnerability yes um but I like even though I struggle with vulnerability I think that it, it really came naturally the way I would just like writing to me like that's just like if you want me to vulnerable, be vulnerable, like, just have me write something, because I feel like that's always been, that's the, the gift God gave me, so through that, I just feel like I can't fraud through writing, because, like, that just comes straight from my heart, and that's actually been one of those people who can, like, fake it, like, you know, my mom would tell you, like, when we were little, if I didn't like somebody, like, I can't fake that, so I just always, been, I've, I've <laughs> just always been very open, but I think that once I saw, um, and received a lot of feedback and messages from people who you know were dealing with maybe the same things or you know things like that I think it like it motivated me to continue walking my purpose because if I'm not walking my pers- purpose then I'm helping I'm hurting people that need to- so you know mm. that always helps
0: that's real if I'm not walking in my purpose I'm hurting other people because essentially you're not serving exactly anyone, right I
1: always believe that you know I don't live for myself I live for others and and that's why I feel like I try mm. to you know, stay dedicated and motivated into walking in my purpose. Like I have it for a reason.
0: Now, if there's somebody listening who feels like they don't have a purpose, which is not true. I'll cancel that live right now. You do have a purpose. Um, you just don't know what it is yet. But, you know, they're thinking to themselves, they don't know what their purpose is or what their talent or what their gift is. How do you suggest somebody find that? Okay, so when it comes to purpose, I think that a lot of
1: times, and people do struggle with this, I think a lot of times i just realized what like what like since a little girl i've always wrote you know it's, that's always been my outlet and i didn't you know before i knew what gifts were before i knew what purpose was because i am a christian i i do believe that god gives us all gifts um so like mm-hmm. before i knew what that was i knew that that's what i liked so i kept continuing doing the things that i liked and eventually it it um revealed itself that, that was my purpose so i feel like if you just Continue to do the things mm. that you love of course productive things of course positive things but it will re- <laughs> reveal right. itself to you like when you're consistent within something it, it will give you a you know a result and then you could you know you can see from there mm,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely and so when you got to Delaware State um, from Temple were you always a mass communications um, PR journalism major? I
1: was a journalism major um, I was doing okay. a major at Temple. I really did not like it at all. So transferring to DSU was a mm-hmm. blessing for me because I love public relations and advertising. That's my exact concentration under Mass Com. I was always MassCom. Um mm-hmm. but I didn't like the I didn't like it at school. So now I really like the the you know, the side I'm I like to do corporate social and public relations. I like you know, I want to be a publicist. So I do, you know, I l I love it. Mm-hmm. I actually do like really like it at DSU.
0: Okay, great. So, how have you been able to take that passion and that love for writing, and now you're in this arena of, you know, public relations and communications? And how have you been able to merge both your brand and also your goals of your career Absolutely. together? So, with
1: um, with that, I do a lot of. I'm actually like a freelance, like graphic designer and, and brand strategist. So, I do a lot of like writing uh, contracts for people. I do a lot of um handling the business side of someone's of someone's business because sometimes people um they just want to enjoy what they do and they don't want to have to deal with the business side of that so I write up contracts. I help with you know branding yourself, trying to ask those questions and get those answers um, get those answers from people who have businesses, whether it's if they're artists or if they're doing an event or et cetera. Um, so I definitely been doing that. Um, the thing is I feel like I learned a lot, um, even without school. You know what I'm saying? Because that's you know college. You're teaching yourself a lot of the times, but just having mm-hmm. that having that opportunity of switching my major was a blessing. And I just actually um, got an internship with a advertising agency called Hill Holiday. And
0: Congrats. thank you in
1: um, Boston. So I'll be doing that this summer. And you know, yes. doors is open, and I'm re- I'm really really grateful. Honestly, I'm really grateful.
0: That's amazing. And you are so young. It really proves that age, you know, does not limit us um, from the things that we want to accomplish. I mean, you're talking about building brands and contracting. How did you learn a lot of these things? I mean, even outside of school, like what even inspired you to Google or search um, what you did? And then what was it that you searched to even find out this information? Yeah,
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of things it's like, okay, so I always knew that I liked helping people but I like ma- helping people make money. You know, I like, I like, mm. and when it comes to people, you know, a lot of people come to me like, you know, I do this, this, and that, and I'm trying to get paid, but I don't know what to do. So I was like, okay, do you have a contract? No. Okay. Like, okay. So I just was like, what can I do to help these people who, you know, they don't have an interest in learn. They don't know. And they don't have an interest in learning, but I do. I'm literally Googling right. how to write a contract, how to do this. I'm literally Googling what's coming out of my, my head. Like, how do I do this? And I'm, for, I'm just reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm educating myself. Because that's what you have to do. If you want to learn, you have to educate yourself. So,
0: Absolutely. You know, I did take three years
1: at school at Temple. So I, don't, I didn't really have any average classes at Dell State. You know, I'm taking a lot of general education classes. So that forces me to even further research on my own. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to graduate in December and it's like if I was just solely relying on school, I wouldn't really learn much. You know what I'm saying? Um, So Mm -hmm. I just took it upon myself to learn myself.
0: I love it. I mean, you know, people say knowledge is power, but I always say that's wrong. I say applied knowledge is power. You know, it's one thing to have knowledge, but it's another thing once you actually begin using it and making it make sense. And that's exactly what you're doing. So, um, you know, when having a business or having a brand or, you know, just basically trying to do anything that is unique to you or special to you, the way that you do it, right, people May criticize it. People may disagree with your methods. People may say, mm, "I don't really like the way that she brands or the way that she does, you know, this or that." How open are you to feedback, and how much does it apply um to the changes that you make or the things that you just say? You know what? No, this is how I do it, and I like it like this, and this is how it's staying.
1: Okay, so I think that's coming from being a YouTuber. Um, this was, I think, that criticism was something I looked for because and I say this because. Oftentimes, people don't like criticism, but criticism shows me that more people than my friends and family are watching me. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's important um, to have people who who are who are not agreeing with you because one, a lot of times our family and friends they love us to death, but they, they want to support us, so they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're doing great, you're doing great." I want to hear what I'm not doing great, and a stranger, you know, has no you know harm and you know they don't they don't care if they tell me something, right. so I encourage it, you know what I'm saying, like, I encourage, I don't encourage bad vibes, clearly, but, and to not be corny, if you don't got no hairs, you ain't popping, but I
0: look <laughs> for
1: that, like, right? I'm like, you're viewing my stuff, you're commenting, you're caring enough, you know what I'm saying, so I, I look for that stuff, I encourage it, because it's like, I'm gonna listen, and either they're gonna be right or they're gonna be wrong, to me, I'm like, okay, I right. hear what they're saying, I should change that a little bit, because I remember when I used to vlog and i would just end the vlog and one girl was like you need to say bye before you end the vlogs and i could have been like girl bye but i was like you know what you write and i started saying bye like okay guys, mm-hmm. you have to choose, pick and choose okay is this constructive or is this they're just being you know negative negative?" and you can't
0: you can't right, be so right.
1: sensitive when you want to be a public person and i feel you have to have a backbone and continue to believe in yourself and know the difference between positive and negative feedback
0: oh I definitely agree like what information is legitimately trying to help me and then what is literally just trying to tear me down so you know being someone who is already um, visible to the public eye as a youtuber as a blogger you know your kind your face is kind of already out there right But when it comes to offline marketing, how do you balance the two? So it's one thing to have an online presence, but then if nobody knows what you're doing um, offline, then it kind of counteracts for your reach and your business. So how do you stay relevant both on on online (laughs) and offline?
1: I think that, I mean, online definitely the consistency of, the consistency of producing content, constantly, constantly, constantly reminding people Look, look, guys, I'm producing, I'm producing, I'm producing, I'm producing. You know, don't you can't let people forget you. The internet moves too fast. You will get forgotten so quickly. So, you know, consistency, mm-hmm. you know, shows that you will get an audience, you will keep an audience, you will maintain that. Um, in person is I'm a PR person. I do PR for everybody else. I need to do PR for myself. You know what I'm saying? Constantly right. just shameless plugging yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't no one's gonna believe in you if you're not believing in yourself. And a part of being in yourself yes. is oh, guys, by the way, like, follow my blog, follow my YouTube, do this, you know, I do graphic design, hit me up for flyers. hit me up for a website, constantly, 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 it needs to just be a part of your regular conversation, what's up, my name is Janice Bull, you know, I do graphic design, I'm a blogger, I do this, it needs to become a part of that fluidity of your conversation so people can see, like, you know, this means a lot to her, like, this is a part of her lifestyle, you have to, it has to become a part of you, you can't be like, oh, yeah, I do do that, like, oh, I forgot to even mention it, no, like, it has the forefront, right. like that's that's how I feel. Like your passions should be. That's how I feel. Like you're, you know, that you're really on the right track when you're constantly reminding not only other people but yourself. You're like, wow, I'm doing this. Like this is really what I'm doing. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That positive reinforcement. Um, just letting yourself know, like I'm present. I'm here. I'm doing it. You know, we do get caught up in, am I doing enough? Absolutely. Right?
1: Oh, every day. <laughs>
0: Do you you feel like that? Talk oh, to me man, about that. Oh every day,
1: I, whew, I feel like it's one of those things where when I have those, when I I used to have these moments, I used to be like, "Oh, I'm not doing enough,", I'm not doing enough. and I would feel sorry for myself, and now I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not doing enough," and then I would like literally sit there and write down what I'm doing, and I'm like, "I'm doing more," but it's not in a bad aspect, you know what I'm saying? Or I would call. My mm-hmm. You know, it's so important to have a support group. I'm calling everybody in my phone who's going to gas me so I can get my, you know, get my momentum back up and be like, right, like, I am popping. Like, let me keep going. So
0: Mm -hmm. next
1: week, so it's like, I'll call, like, my sister. I'm going to call Diamond. Like, I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to call all these people. So, like, the people who know me, they know that I'm grinding. They know that I'm on my business. So, like, they can pick me back up again because that's what a circle is for. Like, we pick each other back up again to keep pushing. Um, I feel like that's a daily battle like everybody go feel like they're not doing enough like you know absolutely if you don't feel like that maybe you aren't doing enough like that like Mm. that's
0: just you know how I you know
1: think about
0: it how did you um form your accountability circle or what you call your support circle like you know let's say I'm somebody and I feel like the people in my immediate life are not um, as supportive as I would like them to be, how do I find people that can really um, continue to push me forward but also hold me accountable for my goals and dreams too?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I definitely have friends who are my friends and they support me, they love me, but then I have my people who, like, I got, I have my dreamers and doers and we. Are, I feel like we're a different type of vibe. Like, um, like I said, I can talk to my friends on a daily basis, but I might not call them if I feel like, dang, I'm really sucking this week. So, the difference is, like, I think I've always observed people. I've always been a, more of an observer. And if I observed, like, your energy, like, your cons- your consistency and just, like, how we mess together, like, like um, my sister and I, Renee, like, we just, we be on the same type time. So, she picking up when I'm down, I pick her up with, when um, she's down. So, if I get that vice versa from different people, because some people, you pick it up all the time and when you down, you just down. So... As mm-hmm, I grew, mm-hmm. I learned, okay, this person can pick me up. I can pick them up, you know, back and forth. And I and I kept that circle small enough that, you know, I'm not sitting here telling everybody, oh, I'm feeling so terrible today. But I know right. that if I'm having a bad day, I can literally pick up the phone and we could talk. It could be 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? It could be that yes. quick words of affirmation and encouragement. And I felt like I was very careful with the, you know, the people that I do call when I'm down. Because some people, they want to see you down, but they, you know, they fake
0: Mm.
1: so you have to be very very Mm -hmm. careful and cautious about you know um who you pick and choose to show you know your weaknesses to um but i feel like i mean god i was like lord like just you know provide me with the right people who are supposed to be in my life like i said you know i trust god like with everything so it's like i'm like show me who i'm supposed to be talking to show me who can help me with this who i can help with that um i just put my trust in him honestly
0: Mm. And, you know, you were saying earlier that you use your blog also as a way to kind of, you know, talk about the different things that you're going through or you may be feeling. Um, And I love that. I want to know more about that process in, you know, I guess, writing the blog, you know, your creative zone that you go in. Is there a specific um, place that you like to go when you're writing? Like, talk to me about that.
1: Okay. So when I um blog, believe it or not, honestly I can sit there and write something in five minutes. Um because I'm so like I'm so passionate about like the you know, as I've wrote over years, I've definitely improved. But as I consistently wrote and promised myself that I would write more, I've got even better. And how I and literally how I write is as soon as I'm feeling like, oh I should write right now, boom. Give me five, ten minutes, I'm gonna write. I can literally write in five minutes a blog post. Because I feel like that's when it means the most. That's when I mean the most to somebody else. Because it means the most to me in that moment. I'm like, wow, I felt terrible this whole week. You know, but I'm gonna get better. But it's gonna be better mm-hmm. tomorrow. And that's when I'll write it because like I feel like when I'm writing, that's when I'm my most transparent and I feel like mm-hmm. I reach people more and I feel like, you know, that's just how I've been and so I feel like that you know, I'm in that like as soon as I feel it, boom, I need to write it. I need to write at yes. least write down the topic so I know to go back to it. So that's why I, mm. you know, I try to set my goal: three blogs this week, three blogs this week. Because not only does it help others, but when I write, it helps me release. You know, it's a it's yes. a burden off my shoulder. It's like wow, I got that out, and I'm happy. You know, I feel better now. You know, so that's that's you know how I feel when I write.
0: I really love the fact that you have decided to walk in your own light and in your own truth um, and committing to your talents because, you know, for our listeners who, you know, aren't, that do not know you, you know, you come from a home of pageantry. You come from, you know, your sister was in pageants. And so people may have expected you to want to do that or to do that. How, you know, how was the process of kind of establishing like no I'm an individual and I don't have to walk in the shoes of those who are around me oh yeah absolutely I mean I'm the youngest of seven children
1: so <laughs> um, that's definitely a that's definitely a thing I dealt with um, one the pageant thing I was never doing pageants but that was just never my thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, right I always I always said Renee was always friendly I'm not I'm um, I'm nice See, I'm not mm-hmm. a nice person. I'm not. I don't think I'm that friendly, um, mm-hmm. so I could never make it. any oh, just smile, just smile. That was never my, you know, that was never God's plan for me. Um, right. And that's another thing. Just with anything, it was never God's plan for me to do what my siblings were doing. <laughs> so I was right, right. Um, and I quickly learned, um, and that's why I think I was so apt on getting away. Um, so when I went away to school, um when I went to temple, nobody knew me. I didn't have any older siblings, oh you're so and so sister, so i that's why I really felt like I had the chance to build who I was because I had no one i was I was no one's shadow so and also, like my parents always encouraged us. You are your own individual you you know we were all so different. I was never like, oh, you're just like Renee or oh, you're just like Jasmine or oh, you're just like Joshua. It was never like that in our family, so Mm-hmm. you know, things, you know, from my childhood transferred into my adulthood, because my parents encouraged us to be our own selves. Um And like, mm-hmm. I went, you know, anyway to school, I built my own world, my own friends, I had my own everything. So that also, like, definitely helped me develop exactly who I was, because I was an individual there. I wasn't just another bull, you know, just another bull child. I was, you know, Janisha bull and the only bull that people knew. So it helped me in my identity as well.
0: Oh, I see. So kind of separating yourself to discover, um, you know, new territory where people didn't know you and being able to evolve in that kind of really helped with that transition, I'm assuming.
1: Absolutely. Because people had, you know, people have preconceived notions about you and your family and, well, your sister did that. So how are you acting? First of all, you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> uh, I'm nice. I'm friendly. So <laughs> keep it in real right now but I, I am that like I was like determined to be my own self and I love my family to death. I love them. And yes, I look just like my siblings, but I'm not them. And I think that was really important for me to discover who I was without anybody saying like, Oh, I remember when you used to do that. Or you and her do the same thing. Or, You're not going to do that. Like she do. No, I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was important to me to be all my own.
0: I love that. Um, when you kind of, when you were in that moment of realizing that you had to leave Temple and now, you know, you are going to have to take a semester off, what did that moment of what most people would look at as failure um but really, it was just taking time for you to learn a lesson and, you know, discover more about yourself. But what did that moment of quote-unquote failure feel like?
1: Wow. I mean, it felt like I felt, okay, so just a little background. So I'm a super nerd. I love school. I've always loved school since I was little. So it didn't just hurt that I was leaving Temple. It just hurt that I wasn't in school in general. Mm. Um, And I felt like school was always my thing. Uh, I know a lot of people go to school because they have to or they feel like they need to, but I wanted to. um, So I felt like a loser. (laughs) I was like, wow, cool. Like, I'm leaving my friends, like da-da-da-da. I also, um, my first three years of school, I suffered through depression and anxiety. So um, Mm. when when I first stopped, like the beginning of, you know, January to maybe, honestly, it was January to May, I, Mm -hmm. it was just a bad, really tough time for me, struggling, I think grieving, um, Mm -hmm. grieving a life that I would have no more, grieving not knowing if I would go back to school, Um, at Temple I didn't know, I was still struggling, just grieving a lot of things, and life got extremely, like, real life for me, like, oh, wow, like, you know, things are not, like, fun anymore, Um, so now, like, I definitely struggled with that so much. It wasn't until May um, that I really just I just started to get it together, and it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It was it was God. I was like, I mean, I can't do this no more. You know what I'm saying? And it was the help of my parents, just uplifting me, motivating me. Like positive affirmations came from my parents from a young age, so having that instilled in me just kept me on my feet, because honestly, I wasn't going to do it without them, without God, you know, things like that. Like, it was a tough time. And once I got back on my feet, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm going to be undefeated. So that time that I was off, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm down right now, but like, it gave me more motivation to go harder when I get back, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I just started focusing in. I'm like, okay, this was a tough time. And I'm past it, because this too shall pass. And it always does. You know, fast. Yeah. So I just was like, okay, cool. Like I got past it. You know, I'm I'm focused. I was doing what I needed to do, and I'm and, you know I got back to school, and I was just motivated, and I was just like on top of things. And I knew that this time, mm. when I went back, I would have a different mindset. I would be on my p's and q's. I would be doing the things I wasn't doing at school. Because at that point, I was just you know I was having fun. I'm going to class, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't dedicated to securing my career to mm-hmm. the professor. So I was making sure I was going to do everything I didn't do at Temple
0: at DSU. Right. So. I mean, if you've been through so much, like, you know, and this is only the beginning. Absolutely. So if you could summarize right now, where you are in your life, if you could give me a book title, um, what would that title be, and then what would that first chapter be about?
1: Um, I think that the title would be the title would be how I got it all together after it all fell apart. Like
0: I love it.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's really what it is right now. My mood, my constant mood, is grateful. <laughs> like mm. I wake up and cry tears of joy on a like a weekly basis, just grateful for where I am right now that's the crazy thing um I mean I'm just I just I might not be happy all the time but you know the way I feel in my heart I am extremely grateful for everything, for where I'm at for who I'm talking to for the opportunities I'm presented with I'm grateful and in that first chapter I would I would totally talk about you know I mean, the going gets tough.
0: Okay, <laughs> the going, the, the going gets
1: so tough.
0: Oh, I know, I know.
1: But you know, I, I just would talk about that first chapter. It's like who the first the the whole book. I need to write a book. Really. You
0: no, know, like, I would buy it.
1: Things are not always cloudy. It's not always raining, man. Like it's really everything does get better. I always believe that things do get better and everything will be okay and if it's not okay it will be like that's just how I feel you just have to keep pressing just keep pressing and for me you know you know trusting God like that's that's the motto
0: yes what better way to end that what better way to end that it's gonna be hard but you gotta keep pushing because there it, it may not be a rainbow at the end but there's sunshine okay (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Janisha, I cannot thank you enough for being on this episode with me. Um, I know people are just going to really benefit from these words, especially my college students that are listening. Um, You know, that's a it's an interesting time in your life when you're trying to get it all figured out. And, you know, there's just so much going on around you. But I feel like you've really given somebody out there that's listening um, some insight on how to just keep pushing through.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. On. Honestly, it was great. This is my first podcast I've been you
0: know, on. Great fun. Great <laughs> well, thank you for popping your uh, podcast cherry with me. Yeah. <laughs> No, you've been great. So this episode is going to be dropping soon. Janisha has been an amazing guest. I hope I did not get on her nerves too much or get in her business too much. (laughs) But um, if you guys um, definitely need tips on how to just start, you know, I put out a quote the other day and I said, it's not about having it all figured out sometimes you just need to get started make sure that you click on this podcast um and and listen to it consistently keep keep um pressing on it and listening you don't have to just listen to it one time you might get a different revelation from it the next time that you listen and hear something that she said and you're like "Mm, i can apply that so thanks guys i really appreciate you listening to yet another episode of power you podcast i'll talk to you guys soon.